0: It is
1: time to overreact here on a Monday, everyone. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos, my friends. Ooh. Tostitos team bags are back. Oof. Look at them chips. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Danny McRae. Yeah. We appreciate brother Danny McRae for, for going out and getting this done. And Chris Bean. Thank but you. Thank you, gentlemen. We need some positive. But you, he held off. Too. He wait, He had them on
2: Friday, mm-hmm. but wouldn't even present them until today.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm going to take care of Danny. Just <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> let no, I'm just letting you know. That's, I'm just, that's uh, bro-
2: brethren right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, 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 the uh, brethren. It, it
1: will be repaid. <laughs> okay. This, 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 it'll be repaid for Brother McCray. Um, Danny McCray, Heckman Harris, and Barry Church. Yes, I'm Scruggs Players Lounge here. Well, one person was right about this game. That would be one Barry Church. It happens, you know. Don't let it run Church yeah, had, had a 27-20 ooh, Tampa ooh, Bay victory. Um, I I had it. I Heck had it 20-7. Cowboys. Uh, D-Mac had it 24-21. Cowboys. And um, I had it 30-28. No, no, I had it 23-21. Cowboys winning. So did not happen. Oh, I thought you was on the, with Tampa with me. You weren't on no, with no, the I changed. Oh, I yeah. changed. Oh, right. Nah, man, right. I changed. When I put right. it in, I just can get food yeah, again. had that juice. You had that juice, They man. won't be
3: getting picked as a winner again by me this season. Uh, you talking about the boys?
1: Yeah, i, I really yeah. just, I just ready to go, to the, other side. go to the other side. Let's just jump right into it. let go ahead. Dak Prescott is going to miss six to eight weeks with a uh, broken thumb. So, on his throwing hand, he's going to have surgery. Hate to see uh, it. Ian Rappaport says surgery is today. We are waiting Mike McCarthy to talk to us at 3 p.m. here at the Star where we are doing this Players' Lounge podcast from. So, I always kind of like to. This is the essence of podcasts. What was and what will be. So, going forward, I'm going to start with you, Heckmaheres. Oh, man. Why? Come on, man. Okay, we'll put go, him on his back. Okay. We'll go four, we'll go four score. We'll go to, we'll go to Danny McCrae. <laughs> we'll work it around the room. <laughs>
2: All
1: right. What will be now that Dak Prescott is going to be out six to eight weeks?
3: <laughs> man, <laughs> let me tell you something. You can count this. As of as of today, how I'm feeling on overreaction Monday, we looking at third or fourth in the division. You giving us third? Yeah, uh, and this is and this is but this is why I put us at the bottom. Not because of the talent that they say we don't have, not because of of anything outside of we are have not figured out how to play to the strengths of our team. We have not figured it out. I've, I, and I believe that even with a backup quarterback in the game, Cooper Rush, Wilgrew, whoever it is, will come out, throw the ball 30 times. And that is why we will continue to lose because we saw it last night. We can't figure out that the run game is our key to success. That is the way we will win. But mm-hmm. you know who did? Tampa. Oh,
2: mm. uh-huh. playoff linear. Oh, uh-huh. huh? uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, he heard you.
3: Because he, he said I ain't little for that. I ain't. man came out there looking like two man. You know what?
2: He ran over you everybody. It, hey. You got it. You got it. Look, here's the thing, and I want to deal in reality of this whole overreaction. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you seen it coming. You seen it coming. <laughs> I want to deal. Proceed. Yeah, I want to deal in the reality of this overreaction, and it's and it's warranted. It's warranted, especially when, like you just said. Kellen Moore went completely away from the run, and that was a mistake. Uh, You saw Zeke, 10 carries, 52 yards, and it was apparent that his burst was there, and if they continued to zone run or veer whatever they were doing to get him out in space, he was taking one step and getting up the field. But we went away from that. And there was never at a point in that first half that I felt like, if we get a drive going, uh, if we could get down close, if we could get a score, this may be something to get this offense rejuvenated. That never happened. Mm-mm. It never happened. Um, I thought that Dak was under pressure. I thought that the offensive line, obviously we knew coming in that there were gonna be some fault, especially at left tackle. And I thought the left tackle he held up decent, but there were just those situations where Dak was getting mustered on him. <laughs> you know, they were coming out there, I and mean, he really didn't have any time. But I think all of the things that we had talked about coming into this season that came to revisit us, man, like, you know, the ghosts from Christmas past. We knew that the wide receivers were going to be a problem. They couldn't get any separation. We knew that they would be trying to go to the, the tight ends underneath. Obviously, Todd Bowles knew that as well, and he schemed for to take all of that away. And um, this is just one of those games where you run into it. You look rusty. You look bad. But D Mac, I'm on the other side of this, man. I feel like in four in four weeks, this there's going to be a new season. And most NFL teams that lost are not as bad as you think they are, and the ones that won, they're not as good as you thought they are. So there's going to be there's a rust aspect to this as well. Um, But I don't trust in Kellen Moore coming up with a game plan. Where we're gonna stick to? So what we, do we do agree. Here. No, we we do, we do. Okay. I'm just not saying. You know, are we finished? Or are we done? I'm just not trying to be. <laughs> no, I'm saying. But mine is not because of us not being a good team. It's because of no, what absolutely. you were about to say, which yeah, is absolutely.
3: <laughs> My man, Kevin. Yeah, you... Kevin.
4: Nah, man. Church. The season's over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there like that. The season's done. Even before Dak Prescott hurt his thumb, this offense wasn't going nowhere. I mean, like like you said, the, the run game, it was good. Ten for fifty-two, five point two average with Zeke. But like we always said from the beginning of all of this, the man is not gonna stick with the run. He's playing Madden out there. At one point, just real quick, at one point, did, Kellum, did Were we out of this game where we had to just de- depend on the pass game? At, no. at one, but there was no point in us to just strictly depend on the pass game. Yet again, here we go, back to playing Madden, back to throwing the ball all over the yard. That Prescott was inconsistent, and I think that had a lot to do with the rust, no preseason games, whatever the case may be. Before he hurt the thumb, he was inconsistent out there. And what hurt him as well, because I thought, I thought the offensive line played decent. You know, I think, you know there was some holdings here and there, and there was some pressure here and there, but I thought they played decent. But to me, that receiving core – there was no separation. Every single pass out there was contested. If it wasn't contested, it was a, had to be a hell of a catch by the uh, by the Dallas Cowboys. So, to me, how, how are we going to move forward? How is this offense going to be productive in the passing game? How? What's going to stop teams from just stacking a box, putting eight players in there defensively, and saying we want to see what y'all can do on the outside? Because, like I said earlier or last week, what person outside of C. D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz can consistently beat man-to-man coverage? And not one of those guys stepped up out there and was able to beat man-to-man coverage. Not one single person. Now in the second half, when they were starting to play prevent defense, you started to see Schultz get open a little bit. But the, the game was over by that time. What? What can this offense do? But I mean, it, it, it's 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 to me, it's it's a wrap.
3: Hey, listen. To me, let, me tell, let me tell you this, okay? I don't. I know we always talk about people loading the box and you know forcing us to throw the ball. Until we make them do that, then we won't know. All right? Like, it's no team coming in here saying, all right, we actually are going to load the box because if we do, then the receivers going to have to beat us." They like, nah, we we could play seven. We could walk down, look like we're going to play eight in the box and then back out because we know they're not going to run it. Right, you have to force these people to to, to play man to man by leaning on the run, making them bring that extra defender down in the box. But if you don't do that, there are there is no one on ones. Like you as a defensive coordinator, and since we play, we we've been in there with guys, and they say, hey man, you can't stop everything. Why is it that they, if somebody can stop everything when they play the Cowboys, but we know when they playing somebody else, is like, hey, we got to take away one thing and make them one dimensional. It's like they take away everything from us.
4: Yep, the run, the pass, <laughs> it's just to be on the outside. We just didn't look dynamic at all. I mean, I, and maybe I'm seeing things, but you looking at Noah Brown out there. You're looking at Turpin. I mean, you're looking at Dennis Houston. No one out there was getting separation. Every The, pocket, the defenders were in the hip pocket at every single moment of that game. And like you said, until we consistently run and prove that we can run the football against teams, they're going to have safeties over there just roaming around, sitting in zones. And you saw Winfield out there. He, <laughs> the man was making plays left and right. He was roaming around like Ed Reed. I mean, to me, it's – and I don't see Cooper Rush being able to do more with that offense than Dak Prescott was able to do. I I just don't see it.
1: So, gentlemen, for those of us who – well, all of us picked the Cowboys to make the playoffs. Two of us picked the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Mm. Here on Monday, raise your hand if you still got to win the division. (laughs) Raise your hand if you still got to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let's dive into another topic here. And this is one, and, and, and I think all of us, when we look at social media, there's certain things that we read or we hear and just kind of make it say, eh. Uh, for me, what made me just really kind of lose it was last night doing the TV broadcast. I see people go down to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like,
4: what? Huh? I ain't gonna do Jimmy it. Garoppolo,
1: right. I'm sorry. Did anybody read what Martell or see the podcast martellus Bennett put out there called Jimmy the B word, and then then uh, Julian Edelman was like seconded it on- online. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is can't block for himself. He can't get no separation. Uh, he can't call no run plays. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to help you or save you. I heard Dan orlosky. Come up with his crazy tick. Then you go trade for Baltimore's Tyler Huntley. Then um the dude who runs the Senior Bowl said that the Cowboys need to call Philadelphia and trade for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> what good. pieces do we have to trade? Well, you got draft picks. No man, we we need them. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we know what we them. need them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now, you know, we call That's the players lounge because you two guys play in the National Football League and heck you play co- big time college football at K State then you went over to play North Texas. So you guys understand what, what it is to play high level football. You just don't walk in off the street and all of a sudden, oh, here I am, guys. I mean, like to to, to read social media, and to even hear media people act like Jimmy G just going to walk in here, Gardner Minshew, coming in here, on make a trade today, be here on Tuesday, going to walk out here, get some Bengals on Sunday, know what to do and go get it done and save the season. When you look and see all the plethora of issues that this team is dealing with right now, that just chaps me because it's – this is not the NBA where you can go make a trade. A dude shows up like when Clyde Drexler came to the Houston Rockets. The next thing you know, jumped on there, got it down, and they, boom, they won a championship. This ain't that. No, this is not that. These offenses are complicated. What did we hear Will Greer tell us last year when he came to the Cowboys and they picked him up after the season? It was it was a challenge to get the playbook down. So, uh, and this is just me talking. I don't. I don't make a trade for Jimmy G or Gardner Minshew or Tyler Huntley or anybody else. So,
2: that's know. a knee jerk reaction that you're talking about, and I think most casual fans will have that, or someone that really does, does not tuned in uh, to the NFL. Um, and, and there's always this thought process that you can plug and play guys, and y'all know that's not like you I just alluded it. to. That's not true. Um, defensively, uh, if we if there's any it, it, look light at the end of the tunnel. A train coming our way. It is our defense looked pretty good. Uh, I give you a
4: chance to win for sure.
2: Yeah, I, and I think you you can go back to this game and say it took Tom Brady only scored nineteen points against you to get that victory. They didn't run away with it. You got sacks at pivotal at, at critical times. Then you created a turnover. Dan Quinn tricked him um, mm-hmm. on that play with, with Wilson uh over the center, then backed down, got the got the an interception. I'm surprised though, Church, uh that, you know, guys like y'all, man, played the game. It's just like, oh, it's over, done. Pack it up, let's go. You know, the for me, the the, the challenge is is you knew what you had before you got to this point. You knew that you had offensive problem, offensive line problems before you got here. You knew what your receiving core was before you got here. And, man, it just reminds me of how my mom was when we was going to the grocery store. You know, don't look at nothing, don't touch nothing, and last but not least, don't ask for nothing. And that's what it's been <laughs> in the offseason every year. We have not gotten any of the players that you thought that we could get that would make this team better. And I'm sick of turning on my TV every Sunday and seeing the guys that were free agents out there balling. Cause what would a Von Miller mean to us right now? Big time.
1: What? <laughs> Four words I kept hearing at training camp. We like our guys. Mm. We ask about the receiver. We like our guys. Well, you know, what you gonna do when 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 Tyre go out? We yeah. like our guys. I mean, that's we heard it time yeah, and right. time again. L- okay.
3: It, listen, okay. <laughs> okay. I, okay, how about this? Okay. Ideal world all right if we play the game if we played that game last night how we all thought it should have been played Run the ball get in third and shorts figure out who who you can get open Dennis Houston Schultz CD lamb, right? Figure out how you can get that done. I believe that's. A, I believe it's a totally different game. I believe that we're talking totally different about the receiving core because you're not asking guys to be Michael Gallup running down there 50 yards and making these insane, crazy catches. You're asking them to be like a Cole Beasley type guy. Hey, man, can you get open on third and three? Can you run a five-yard out? Can you run a jerk route? Those are the type of routes that we need when we have this type of receiving core. Not but a double you, reverse. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, man. Hey, don't, don't, don't get me started with that, would. Just trying to get Tony Pollard involved and splitting carries with. I, <laughs> if, can, can you listen? Can you run the ball and can you play defense? I believe that we can do both. If we do that, that gives us a chance to be competitive in the division. But we will not run the ball, and you're going to force us to play that type of defense for the entire game. Yep. <laughs> what are we? What,
4: uh, <laughs> it's, it's look to me. <sighs> It comes down to this. Defensively, I think we're straight. We're straight defensively. You got Parsons out there, and if you got him out there defensively, you got a chance to to pretty much lock up anybody out there. So defensively, I'm not worried about Dan Quinn and them boys. They're going to be they're going to be alright. Offensively, though, we we have no identity. We have no identity offensively, and I think we're we're using these players, and and it's like it's just mind blowing to me. If you know you're back there to pass, why is Tony Pollard back there blocking for you? <laughs> Why, Why his is series. this happening? It's, it's his series to be in the game. Exactly. Like you understand, what, all right, we're going to go down the field. We got to be quick. We got to throw the ball. Why do you have that man over there trying to block Levante David? Devin, Devin White. White. Devin White
2: ragdoll stack, <laughs> man. In the that's what the field. But people have been begging for this. And this is an example of. Hey, man, this guy may not be exactly what you think, and I don't need you to prove it to me. You know, look, put the right guys, the right personnel on the field that can get it done. But, man, Church, you said it, though, man, about A.B. versus Mike Evans. I tried to you, tell man, people. And if you can sit here and armchair this whole thing, I'm like, God damn.
3: I
0: tried to tell the people, man.
3: Y'all ain't gonna do my man A.B. like that. Like he just, like they just went out Think We just talked about how they only gave up 19 points. Alright, so not like dudes was I'm, out
2: there getting killed. The chess game. The chess yeah. game that Tom Brady played was masterful. Just sometimes if you watching, and I've learned this, if you're watching the game from television, you, you don't get to see the whole field. Tom Brady was taking what their defense was giving them. And then there's situations where he was just get, making completions. That one down to Julio Jones to end at the end of the Second, I mean that was that was all Tom Brady. Byron
1: Lefwich went out there with his old line that had issues. Yeah, and he figured out how to utilize and put his team in the best position with a quarterback who took eleven days off from training camp. I mean, he wasn't great. I mean, you look at Tom's numbers: eighteen to twenty-seven, two hundred twelve yards for a quarterback rating at eighty-seven point three. But they did enough. They ran the ball. 33 times for 152 yards and controlled that clock for 32 minutes and 42 seconds. We talked about this yeah. uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Don't have this defense on the field for 30 minutes, and it was a problem. Hey, let's get our first break. Um, other injuries besides Dak Prescott in this football game, and we're talking about some injuries that, that have me concerned here. Uh, let's dive into it with Barry Church, Heckma Harris, and Danny McCram. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Esselor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Esselor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Esselor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor, see more, do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter. 10 bucks free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh it's okay. Just okay? What's not too? It's right above the subway Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the That's my neighbor, Angus A deal that's just okay is not okay Get a great deal with America's Best Network Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down Based on GWS1 score, September 2019
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it What to wear? Check Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, September 17th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and information. You're checking out the Players' Lounge with Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, and Danny McRae. Church and... uh McCray played for the Cowboys, undrafted free agents, made the team Balled on special out. teams. Mm-hmm. Balled out. So they bring their unique insights here. 42 and Big 40. Yes, indeed. Heckma is now in week two of uh, being here. Hey, hey man, am I in yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I in yet, yo? You know what I'm
2: saying? Am I in yet, You was though? in day one.
1: No, no, don't
2: give <laughs> me that.
1: No, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. I had the all the juice out know. here, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Hey man. Yeah, we man. all we all get t- we all get alright i am
2: i right, I'm I'm all I'm, I'm official we, we, player there. We all right? get hazed on you this in show.
1: Nah, man, you go, you go you you here man. You going to be here. Um hey, look those Tostitos team bags are back. You can get the official chip of the Dallas Cowboys at your local store. Available for a limited time. Check out your bag. You want it? Go to justitos.com. They've got recipes, including by nachos. Oh, what? Look, the back? look, look on the back right oh, there.
4: Ribeye nachos. nachos.
3: Inspired by it's Dallas look Cowboys yeah. fandom oh, right wow. there. Mm. So, oh, you don't eat the meat? Oh, no, no, man. man. He oh, can't sweet. get nothing but the avocado off. No, ain't
2: gonna taste it. <laughs> Hold on, man. Uh, wait a minute, D-Mac. What's, oh, what's the matter with you, right. dog? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Take it easy. What's happening? I hear these toasty those streets. <laughs>
1: Golly. Cowboys fall to 0-1. They guy. don't score a single touchdown in the game. They start off with a field goal, then proceed to go 0-10 the rest of the way on drives. Some injuries in this one we got talked about. Mike McCarthy, we'll talk at the top of the hour here, but we saw Connor McGovern, their mm. starting left guard, leaving the first quarter. Talking about uh, high ankle sprain for him. He left the locker room in a walking boot. So, <laughs> about four, you know, basically a month for him. J. Ron Kirsch, one of the heartbeats of the defense. J. Ron Kirsch left on crutches. Mm. Gentlemen. That's tough. Yeah. Here, it, it's on to Cincinnati, but with who? Exactly.
4: Cincinnati didn't look great yesterday, but I I got a feeling they're gonna come out hot and
2: come out mad. So what are we gonna do? No, I mean, come on now, you watch the game, so I, I saw Cincinnati too, and that they look like uh garbage there for a quick minute. Now they, not
3: their defense.
2: Not not their defense, but their yeah. offense. We talk about offensive yeah. struggles. I mean, yeah. we gotta reciprocate and come on with they struggle too. Yeah, the turnovers they look garbage out there.
3: They no, they know. no, they don't look garbage. They gonna have T Higgins back. Jamar Chase looked like Jamar Chase while he was out there. Joe Leo Mason, Collins,
2: Leo, Joe. Mason I you your, your, your brethren, but Leo Collins man was like he was oh, a yeah, blunder yesterday. Looked, like, we know who he was playing against. All right, uh,
3: T.J. Watt was out there. And he was he was on on uh, path to, to his he was to he his like second and, yes, he, and we took Taco. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> no. So he wasn't playing against nobody, but yes, they offensive line did struggle. But we know, we know Cincinnati and, and, offensive line and, and was think struggling. Think about it.
1: As bad as they played. They basically went out there and won that football game. Now, one of the things, because I this is the sickness of fantasy football, I found myself watching this mm, game. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a good game, bro. It, it was. It, it was, was a whole lot, but, but Chase games. Chase ended up catching a <laughs> touchdown that they ruled he was out of bounds. And it's like, can you throw the flag in? Cause he was in. And then, okay, they they score at the end. And for some reason, on the PAT, my man blocking decided to go for the dude outside. and inside runs Mika Fitzpatrick. Blocks it, boom, it's mm. over. Mistakes were made. You know, next thing you know, you go to overtime, and then Boswell missed the kick in overtime. Then my man from Cincinnati, McPherson missed the kick, and then ultimately the don't, Steelers don't won Don't forget,
3: they, they, another coaching error by them is they are playing for the tie at the end of the game. Punt the ball too early, give uh, Pittsburgh enough time to come down and, and kick the field goal.
1: I, I'm not a fan of Cincinnati coach. I, yeah, I, well. I, I think he's, he's – Anyway, that's that's just my thing. You can but, come call up, please. But, oh, but bottom line, half, not I, a pocket. I, I look at Cincinnati as a team that doesn't want to fall to zero and two. Nine. They're going to come here desperate for a win. The Cowboys are going to come here, come in here desperate for a win. But Cincinnati has an identity of what they want to do. I'm sorry, guys. I look at this 18 carries for 71 yards, and I'm worried. I'm as truly, you should be, and. and the injuries, okay, guys, it's a slippery slope right now. You, no J. Ron curse.
4: He was your green dot. He was your quarterback of the defense. The receiving core gonna be better this week. <laughs> Just saying. Speaking of receiving core, are we sure CD's a number one? Are we positive on this? Well, he chips good.
0: Hey,
3: nobody, nobody was listen, I said this before. I said, hey man, don't fall into that Juju Smith Schuster trap. All right, because it was it was the same conversation they was having when Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh. Hey man, he's ready to be the guy. All right, it's different when you are the only guy there and you're getting all the attention. We saw the lights be a little bright for my man CD uh, last night. I still think he has the talent to be a number one, but you got to scheme the guy to get open. But True. he got a commercial. Justin, no, Justin <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Housewives. Jefferson is a yeah. number no, one the, receiver. The
1: Chipotle, eighty eight Club, Chipotle. is in there too.
3: Justin Jefferson is a number one receiver. How many times did you see Justin Jefferson wide open yesterday playing against the uh, the Green Bay Packers? At least six.
4: A lot, lot of guys scheme nice
3: though. Who for him? Though they, he, are they, are they, he was routing them boys no, up, too. They, they were scheming over-routes, rub-routes, 20 uh, oh, yeah, 52 yeah, 52 yeah. Yeah. They, You can find a way to
2: get but guys then You, you got to look at his supporting cast, too. And our supporting cast with CD, I mean, I don't think there was one Tampa Bay Buccaneer that was worried about Semi Fahoko on any route out there Mm-mm. yesterday. Period. Uh, Dennis Houston, for all of his promise, I don't think anybody was worried about Dennis Houston at Ooh. any point in time. And that to me, I think is going to make the difference. I hope that uh, Michael Gallup can come Back and have be healthy. I'm not counting on it, but I think CD he definitely needs some help out there in the form of and and I also think that they need to put him at the slot. I think he's more effective in the slot mm-hmm. than than on the outside. And you know, it was just apparent. I don't want to say the moment was too big, but it, it, you could you saw that Todd Bowles was not going to let him beat him one one throw. Exactly. That was like it was. He had five guys around him on one of those throws, and, and that was just the fact that they were scheming up and saying eighty-eight is all they have.
3: That's it. But, but as you playing defense, but you knew that, all right, you, you're not yeah. gonna play. Listen, Ty have didn't play man to man the whole time. No, all right. So, know. so there know. there are still times where if somebody's playing cover three, there are places where you where you can get a guy open based off whatever the route scheme is. But if somebody's playing cover two, you can run a route to get a guy open and cover two. Those those are the times when you got to get them some easy catches. Get them some easy catches, let them get rolling, and then see what see will happen. I'm just saying I...
4: – Outside of the play, did you see his body language out there, too?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, after he, just tra- like he, after
4: he dropped that ball, it was, uh, you know, Everything was yeah. just, oh, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> it was that. like, no. <laughs> he, he, made, he made the noise like, and everything. But did <laughs> I, am, I, am I lying, though? No, nah, he, he did Am I lying? <laughs> everything was just like, oh, oh, I can't, Stop BC, oh, I can't do it. Like, There's more than just being, you know, the bona fide playmaker at number one. You got to be a leader out there as well. And if your guys underneath you are looking at you and seeing that every single time you don't get a catch, you're frustrated, head down, oh, we can't do nothing but out here, that's a snowball effect. And it's going to affect the rest of your, your players as well.
2: As y'all know, man, you can't just talk it. I mean, you can say, I, w- I want to be like this guy or like this guy. You have to back it up. You really have to go out there and be bona fide. And to me, sometimes CD looks a little light. Um, I know he's gained some weight. But when I look at other guys, when you talk about Jefferson, Jefferson is not a slight guy. Uh Jamar Chase, you know, a thicker build guy. You can't bump him off his routes the same. Sometimes I just, I think that C.D. He just needs to get stronger. I just, I don't know. There's just something that, from my evaluation from seeing him, I just, it doesn't look like he is as strong as some of the NFL, the top tier NFL receivers.
3: Get the ball in his hands early. Find a way to get the ball. To go. Bubble screen. I don't care what it. Jet sweep. I see Julio Jones come around. Everybody talking hey, about man. Julio Jones running around here at the end of his career. Man, man. running jet sweeps, getting first downs on us. <laughs> right. Running. <laughs> It's way over. you can you can you cannot tell me that my man CD Lamb can't get all right he ain't catching the ball how else can we get the ball in his hand how you think Debo end up getting the ball so many times they like hey man we gonna find a way to get this dude yeah. the ball we're gonna find a way to do it because he's our guy that should be Zeke that should be CD Lamb we ain't finding a way to get it to either one of them and it comes can, down to is he that guy though he uh, man that's you, the thing like, with I, the ball in his hands I still believe he's he still that believe guy he
1: can be that guy okay. There'll be questions for Kellen Moore today at 4 o'clock when the coordinators <laughs> meet the media. So, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, and Bones Fossil will, will get an opportunity to to chat with the media today. Um, yeah, man.
2: Double reverse. My hurt hit a kick. He Here did. There we go. A
3: little
1: did positive it. in there. Can did we talk that. about
3: Zeke one more time? I just I just want to get this off my chest, okay? Because I've been saying this for two years. Two years I've been saying this. You run the ball with Zeke at the beginning of the game. Not because you want him to break a 60 or 70 yard run, because you want to body, you want to get the body blows to the other squad. As a defender, as a defender, when Tony Pollard runs out there, my mindset is: all right, I can loosen my chin strap up a little bit, all right? Because the only thing I got to try to really defend is probably getting shook. When Zeke is out there, my, it's tight yeah. because I know I need to bring everything that I got. So anytime you take him out the game, you're letting the physicality, uh, the, the responsibility of the defense to have to be physical. You you taking that away from them.
1: Yeah, and you know that uh, you can you had to worry about pass protection. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh man, I, bro, linebackers and defensive terrible. lines are licking their chops when Ezekiel Elliott go to the sideline. So, so who does this fall on? Because,
4: Moore. Because like you said, Jerry Jones, he spoke about on his radio show. We need to run the ball. We need to get the the football in 21's hands. You talk about everybody else. We need to run the football. Where's the disconnect here, Kellen and Mike?
3: They, somebody got to take responsibility for this. The
2: entire I, third quarter, I I, there was, I, I was looking over there saying, "Is he hurt?" Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the sideline. What's going on with 21? And, and Pollard was taking the majority, a majority of those snaps. But you're right. I mean. Mac, this is, it, For if I know if I feel that way, that defense feels that way as well, that the physicality is off of, off of the field. And the one guy that is the bell cow that really sets the tone for all of that, that first half, it was like, man, look at this. Everything we talked about, look at these guys teeing off on Tampa. Look at them driving these guys off, the, off you know, driving them off the ball, mm-hmm. picking up those positive yards. And as soon as we start to pick up those positive yards, we come up with a gadget play. We do something <laughs> super. We do a wildcat. We do a little pitch play. You know, it's just you know those things are not going to get you the victories. Those things are are damn sure not going to earn you the respect of the defense. And not at one point in that game did did we have Tampa on their heels, even though they were down. I mean, it was like, hey, they had twelve points, we had three, and there was no way we was going to get back in that game. Mm -mm. It just wasn't going to happen. We didn't. We didn't see a way. I know I didn't. You felt like the whole time. Man, Tampa Bay is one play
4: away from busting this game wide open. I mean, we played it's a hellacious red zone defense. Shout out to Parsons for getting after Ron Brady those couple times. But I mean, it, this game is one or two plays away from being, it could have been 21 to 3
2: at halftime. And we never got into the red
4: zone. We're giving the ball right back. Like, you know,
3: like you do all you know how deflating that is for a defense? You go out there, get you a turnover, get you a stop in the red zone. They come out and give it right back to them. Mm-hmm. You remember this. Like, all the fans listening, everybody, that you it would be huge of you to understand this. All right. <laughs> <Behove>. <laughs> There is no Tony Pollard production without Ezekiel Elliott. But there is Ezekiel Elliott production without Tony Pollard. All right? So all that tandem and we need to put uh, Tony – none of that stuff work unless Ezekiel Elliott is running through guys making sure that they feel that punishment in the first quarter. Without that, it ain't coming. (laughs) It ain't coming.
1: Let's hit a break. When we come back, an area that was supposed to be an area of emphasis was not – same old stuff, same old, same old from head coach Mike McCarthy, Barry Church, Heck Harrison, Danny McCray, Nui Scruggs, Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Thanks for bringing them in the building there. Uh, by the way, you're a Cowboys team bag. It is out. It is out. Yes, sir. Get the crunch on. Get the crunch on. We will continue right here on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Eh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to the Players' Lounge.
1: Join former NFL players at the first game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop the kids off at Ford Center on October 2nd from 1130 to 330 while you watch the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders game from your favorite restaurant in the Star District. To register your football camp, for the football camp, visit DallasCowboys.com slash Academy. Danny McRae, is that you? That sure is. Yeah, man, bring them on up in there. We're going to okay. get it right. We're
3: going to get right. it right yeah. the camp, you know. So we're going to teach yeah. them how to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? Teach them how to power, counter. We'll teach them all that, all right? So one day when they get out there on the Cowboys field, they'll know how to run that thing like Zeke.
2: Can right. I can I testify on this man? My son went to a camp and made all the difference. Came back a different player because mm-hmm. I because I because I, I, I handed him over to D Mac for a couple weeks. I had hey I got a I got a dog on my hand so There you go. I'm just he hey does. That's, that's a pers- right. That's He's a personal tall, testimony received. I'm <laughs> telling you right now.
3: Yeah, bring them on out man. We get them right. It's mini right.
1: camp but then you know you might bring them to another. We get them right. Okay. Um Cowboys can't get right when it comes to penalties fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ten penalties the in the game, man. The oh, come head. on, we got to talk about it, man. Ten penalties in you the game. You got me not even raising my hand for my team, man. Okay. 73 that's because, yards. That's because he's the guy who yeah. came in here last week. I don't
2: understand why they on Big Mike like that, man. Mm. They just give him a hard time. You, you don't know? you don't coach penalties. <laughs> As you know, you don't coach penalties. And one of my things is with penalties mm-hmm. anyway, God, I'm going to keep it a 1,000 with you right now. Uh, If I have a defensive guy that's hitting late and all that, that's discipline issues for real. Y'all know that. Mm -hmm. But most of the majority of penalties that are going to be caught are going to be caught on the offensive line. And if you have an offensive lineman that has his hands full, as Terrence Steele did yesterday, I would hope that he would grab on. Because if not, that would have been deadly as well.
3: Mm. You know so, that that, we tell, that tells holdy. you about your player choice and your coaching that you got going I'm on. Just, There's hey. guys out there who are having a hard time with some really good players.
2: And it don't get easier.
3: No, no, no. And, you know, it's they, not and get they figure easy, out bro. a way to get their hands in position and make sure they're doing the right thing. But at the end of the day, because you don't call offensive plays oh. and you don't call defensive plays or special teams, your job is to figure out a way to minimize the penalties. You got 10 more hits. 10 so mo- they got 10 11, <laughs> you got ten you got ten more penalties to add on to the thing that you said that we took care of in the offseason. Right.
1: So you can say Mike McCarthy doesn't coach penalties, but he said he was gonna fix it and it was gonna be area of emphasis. Game one, not fixed. So I went into the third quarter. I've got the breakdown here. In the second half. Just all right, you know, here's your opportunity to go in, clean up whatever you need to. Cowboys get the ball after forcing Tampa Bay to punt. So third quarter, first drive. First and 10 at the 20, uh, Zeke, six-yard run. Second and four, Zeke, seven-yard run. First and 10 at the 33, Dak, shotgun pass to Tony Pollard, four yards. Penalty on Tyler Biotish, ineligible eligible downfield. So, now it's a first and 15. They give it to Zeke. First and 15 for the 28, five yards. Then it's a pass to Tony Pollard for four yards. And it's a pass. No, that got sacked minus seven yards on third and six, and then they got to go punt. Tampa Bay gets the ball, go down the field. They end up with a, uh, the only touchdown in the game. That makes it a uh, 19-3 to game. Next Cowboy possession. Come on. First and 10 for the 25, pass. Incomplete. Second and 10 for the 25, sacked, minus six yards. Third and 16 from the 19 yard line, incomplete pass deep to Dennis Houston, penalty um, on Tampa Bay. So, no, it was his defensive it was a penalty on Tampa Bay. Yeah, A. Nelson, defensive offside. but also, um, so they said, uh, yeah, so no play. So, third and 11, so instead of third and 16 on Tampa, five yard penalties, third and 11 uh, from the 24, shotgun pass to Dalton Schultz, 14 yards, first and 10 uh, from the 38. Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz, five yards. Second and five from the Dallas 43. Penalty. False start, Terrence Steele. Now second and 10, Dallas 38. Shotgun pass to CD Lamb for 13 yards. Now it's first and 10, Tampa Bay 25. Penalty. False start, Terrence Steele. Now it's first and 15, the to 46. Uh, Tony Pollard up the middle for nine yards. Here it is. Second and six from the Tampa Bay 45. Penalty, mm. holding, Terrence Steele. He had three mm. on the play. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> T.
4: Th-
1: I bet they was all
3: passing plays, too. Though. God, so, to, to,
1: to, you know your man got his hands
3: full. Got his right. hands full. You out there with Pollard in the game. He know he got to get ready for a pass Well, well that was two
1: false starts. It was two pre-snap penalties on Steele. Then he had to hold. Because he, he know he's in the pad. He, he got to get out. <laughs> he got to get into his kickstep. Run uh-huh. the ball.
3: You down by two scores at this point. Two
1: two-point well, conversions well, as well, but two scores. On this play, though, it was, it was a run. They got caught holding.
4: So this is. Oh, no, the,
3: oh, no, the pre snap. Pre oh,
1: snap. Pre snap plays.
4: Okay. It's like my guy Kellen just gets. He's like, man, they scored all. Yeah. We got, to, we got to abandon everything. It's time to pass the ball. You so know, two yeah. scores, so, bro. so now,
1: second and 16. Shotgun pass to Schultz for 13 yards. Third and three from Tampa Bay, 42. Tony Pollard, uh, one yard run. <laughs> man,
3: don't get it. It's fourth and
1: two. <laughs> don't do that. They <laughs> went that. for it. Dak Prescott incomplete to Dennis Houston, so on fourth and two, yeah, from the Tampa Bay forty-one. So I mean, basically the second half they had um, penalties on three of their four drives, and the one drive they didn't have a penalty on, it was you know it was the drive started first and ten, the Dallas forty-eight. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Elliott pushed out of bounds for two yards on a run. Then the second and six from the 50, shotgun pass incomplete to Dennis Houston. Then the third and eight from the 50, shotgun pass incomplete to Noah Brown. That's what Dak just totally missed him. Had him right there. Then they oh, had to go in and punt. So, I mean, just kind of you, – you start looking at the, the, the play-by-play here, and it's very frustrating. And you just see how penalties just didn't help the team. And then Terrence Steele afterwards said, you know, outside of that drive, he thought he was he had a nice game.
4: Man, stop it.
1: Man.
3: Yeah, okay. How many – How many? How many did, did you, does it say that how many negative runs we had? I'm not letting this go. All right, do it. I need to know what you're seeing that is making you say, hey, man, we can't run the ball on this team. Like, you're you getting stuff. You're getting, you know, minus two, minus three. I'm just hearing positives. Yeah. The positives, five, well, six, now,
2: seven, now, six.
1: Now, I'll say this, what what can get you is, is – and I didn't break I, – I've got the breakdown here in the first half – so what happens when you start with the penalties here? All right, so they, they go down, first drive, they get three points. And then Tampa answers. So Cowboys get the ball, the 25-yard line, to start the drive. Seven-yard run for Zeke. So now second and three, from the 32, got a penalty. False start by... Terrence Don't tell me, <laughs> <Tears steel>. His <laughs> hands ain't so, like that fool, <laughs> Now it's second and eight for the 27. He jumping,
3: man. He know what's coming, man. <laughs> now, now, now that's a good passing situation, though. Second and three. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you, you, you pass it in. Second I mean, and eight, I Dak Prescott,
1: that. incomplete to C.D. Lamb. Third and eight, in the shotgun, Dak, in, uh, incomplete pass to Dalton Schultz, so then they had to punt. Did Zeke get a screen last night? I don't think Zeke so. didn't win no. one screen
2: last night, did he? I think he did on the one where uh, Dak, well, the one after he hurt his hand, he threw a screen pass to him, if I can remember correctly. That was the one screen. He didn't go for nothing, though. Just,
3: sure. Man, Zeke focal point. I, Jerry Jones, Zeke focal point. I remember that. We need to run the ball. But these are things, these are lines that this is what Jerry said, all right? He said these things. Zeke mm. needs to be a focal point of the offense. We need to run the ball more. We need to fix the penalties. We owe for three. They, over three,
1: Basically, You start, you know, just just looking at all the drives. <laughs> there were two, basically, just out of the eleven drives. There was only two of them. They have a penalty on them, offensive penalty on them. Well, I mean, you got a pass interference on Ceedee Lamb on one of them, and then another drive after that, you got a, another false start, and this one's by Tyler Smith. I mean, they. So we can say they don't coach penalties tech, but these players are not. They're not. They're you're shooting yourselves in the foot. I mean. I'm sorry, the, the pre snap penalties against Tampa Bay, you can't do that. They're too good. It's almost like in baseball, giving a team another out. Give a team another out, you're asking to get beat, you're asking for them to score runs on you. And I don't know if that factored into Kellen Moore saying, okay, I don't want to run because now, you don't know, five that. yards back. I, I don't don't I, do no, it. No, I'm, I'm just saying, because I'd like to know the mentality of why he gets away from this run.
2: He talks he, at four He does it today. too quickly.
1: Right, right.
2: It's abandoned. Jump ship. Let's go right aboring, now. Aboring, on, the, on the running game. And I'm not being an apologist about the penalties. I think they're boneheaded. They, they kill your drives. I know what the coaches are going to say about it. We don't coach penalties. You know, that's how. Uh, I mean, I'm half mocking it uh, to in a sense. But, you know, the, the things that kill drives, uh, the things that just completely deflate this offense, you would like to think that you would have a leader, somebody that could rally the troops in situations like that. We talked about it previously about Dak needing to be that player to, to elevate everybody's game. Well, when his game is in, in the tank, yeah. who yeah. is the next guy that can elevate everybody's game? And, this, and look, I am a Dak apologist. I love Dak. I'm going to talk because I think Dak is a baller. But yesterday, man, that was the worst game I'd ever seen him play. It is. I mean, really, it was it was a bad it was a bad outing for Dak.
1: We've got to get out of here, but there's something we can get into for the next show, and it's and, and you guys have heard at different levels. Is Dak a guy who has to have, you know, Pro Bowl talent around him to be good? Is he good enough to elevate other players? That has been a discussion that many people have had about Dak Prescott and asking, is he a franchise quarterback? Let's dive into that the next time we speak, which will be tomorrow 2 p.m. Central on the players lounge Uh, head coach Mike McCarthy coming up at three o'clock today to discuss Dak Prescott, how long he'll be out. Did he actually have the surgery today? Like, like it's being reported by, uh, by, by several outlets. So, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Hey, uh, you see the bags of Tostitos here? Remember, Cowboys Team Tostitos bags are back at the official chip. Cowboys (laughs) at your local (laughs) store available for a limited time. I appreciate you, Church, uh, church and and Heckma and Danny for for holding out and waiting on me to get on back to to serve it up, all right?
2: Appreciate you, man. It's the players. (laughs) Was that the outro right (laughs) now?